tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone! And welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Once Upon a Time After Show, Season 5, Episode 11, Swan Song. Um, I'm Tiana Hobson, excited to be back. Um, a little sad about some things that happened in tonight's episode. Keaton, stop doing that because you're going to make me cry all over sorry, again. I'm sorry. Um, there's a couple of reasons I'm upset about this moment. Um, <laughs> I feel you. Um, hi, guys. I'm back. I'm Keaton Markey. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. It's good to be back. And across the table, oh, and we Ella. Have, and this is Ella. She'll be joining us tonight as well. And across the table, we have hi guys. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and I'm really excited to break down tonight's episode. Hi everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Okay, so it's the mid-season finale, and a lot of things happen. A lot of emotions are everywhere right now. But what? Um, positive things you guys have what did you guys like about tonight's episode I like that we got so much hook (laughs) I like that we have good Emma back because I like the red jacket better than the other jacket and I like that um, I'm excited that we're going to the underworld yeah that's going to be really fun we've been wanting that for a while Roxy Marissa um, I you know how long I've been wanting Underworld. Sorry, I totally <laughs> <laughs> stepped on you there, but you're fine. Go ahead. Oh uh, no, that's the one main good takeaway I could take from this episode. And also, Regina was so badass. Oh yes, but, she yeah, was. Regina in Underworld, and her Done. boobs looked amazing as the dark. Fantastic. Or when she was evil. Oh my god, I loved having that was another thing having evil Regina back a little bit. Like I love who Regina is now, but I loved evil Regina. So whenever we get little tidbits yeah. of her, I get excited. Uh, I liked going back and seeing Killian as a kid uh, because I love him as a character. I loved watching Zelina fly out the window. Uh, <laughs> I'm amazing. I loved how right I was about the majority of my predictions of how we were going to get where we were going. That was a little satisfying. I also didn't like that, but uh, I I saw that coming with gold so freaking far away. Um, and I do love all the hooker stuff, you know, hookers for life. So there's some really cool moments. There's a lot of cool moments. Mm-hmm. Let's Speaking of Hook, who's clearly my favorite and a lot of people's here favorite too, Hook Hooker for, for Life! life. Um, <laughs> let's start with him. And we get more tidbits into his past tonight, which is really fun because we've, we've known that we we're going to see... Like the story of his father, so it's how hot is his dad though? I mean, like, clearly looks good looks around Apple that family. Does not fall <laughs> far fall from. I loved his voice. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Read stories to me, seriously. But were you guys surprised by how you know the story kind of goes? Because we see them on the ship together, and he's kind of consoling Killian, and you know, being a really great dad and. Telling his son, you know, don't be afraid. I am here. I'll always protect you. And then Killian wakes up the next day, and his dad sold him to an old to sailor to 
servitude. What an a At least he sold them with his brother, you know. I'm oh, just, so he had a friend. Completely kidding. So messed up. Just gives us one more piece of information of why Killian is the way he is. Uh, and I, I think that this made a lot of sense. And it was it was devastating to watch because I was with UT. I'm sitting there like, wow, he had some really good parenting. Like, yeah. that was really strong. Deep. And then all of a sudden, ripped from us. He just mm-hmm. seemed like such a great dad. Like, the kind of dad that, you know, you don't expect for Hook to have had. Because yeah. he seemed very involved in his child's life and there for him. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's he's out the, he's out the door because, you know, at the next port, the cops are waiting for him, essentially. I kind of just wanted him to say that. Like, give him the advice and then say, Daddy has to leave you now, or something <laughs> like that. Something. Right. Yeah. I think it's actually good that they set up such a male, strong figure in Hook's life when he was younger to sh- prove to him when Hook got older, do not be this kind of man. Yes. And that was cool, too, the, the uh, storyline, the through line of this, what man do you want to be when you grow up? Who do you want to be? I like that, and I like seeing that come full circle. I felt like... Uh, I feel like sometimes the flashbacks don't necessarily have that much to do with what's going on in current day. It doesn't translate to me. But tonight there was a very full circle feeling by the end. What uh, what kind of man do you want to be? What kind of man do you want to be? And then that did come all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, and so rare is it to be put in the same position twice in your life to make a different choice the second time around. Mm. Because we always say, you know, you need to learn from your mistakes. And this time he actually got a chance to prove that that can be true Mm -hmm. um but we also learned that in the past when when regina originally recruited hook to kill cora for her Mm -hmm. she had to do a little extra digging to make sure that you know there's no weaknesses for him which meant that he he learns that his dad is actually alive still Mm -hmm. which this is centuries later which is weird so he was under a sleeping curse too and like the entire time that whole scene was going on we kept being like who's his mom who's his mom yeah I thought there was going to be a big reveal about who Hook's mom was but it's just I mean not just a nurse but it was a nurse who was not named definitely coming back definitely coming back absolutely and also younger not to skip too far ahead younger Liam also coming back yeah uh, Liam where the heck is he Liam 2.0 yeah, yeah. Liam 2.0 what happened to him in the rest of his life after Hook killed his father yeah, yeah that happened is he alive I think he's alive I think he's absolutely alive. I just wonder where he is. We wouldn't have even introduced him if he wasn't alive. I yeah. bet you yeah. we're going to get some Liam 1.02 when we visit the underworld because all the people who have died are there. So we're we might and we and we might get Leo or Liam 1.0 and 2.0 both in the afterworld. Maybe that's Can how we're saying. Leo two is dead. Oh, I don't know. Two? He could be. I don't want him to be dead, but he could be, and that could be kind of the where we see him both. I, I hate hearing that when we go to the underworld because. I know we'll get there, but guys, we're not freaking going anywhere. We're staying at Granny's. They're uh. saying no. They're saying that the alternate universe of Storybrook Underworld. I know, T. We'll I get know. There. We'll, we will definitely. Storybrook is you know you're living in your own hell, and all these people caused hell in Storybrook, so now they have to live there mm-hmm. in their own personal hell. Um, but so Hook has this very. He starts off with hearing that his father was in the sleeping curse and how he woke up because of True Love's kiss because he heard this nurse talking to him and they fell in love and they got married. He later finds out that they had another son. But in this time, Hook feels something for his dad and is like, you know what? You are changed. I lost my love too because of what I'm trying to get revenge for. So I'm going to spare your life and actually let you live, but I have to hide you 
away somewhere. It's interesting how this has always been a soft spot for Hook since his uh, since being in love has changed him so much. That's something that he can relate to, and I question this father in uh, more than one way. I wonder. Why did he name his son Liam? Is he possibly making this all up about falling in love? Is I this that, actually yeah. maybe his brother Liam like brought back or in a different way? Why would he name it Liam and not Killian? Like there are just so many questions mm-hmm. about the dad in this scenario. And he said that he named him Liam in honor to honor both of his sons, which makes which no, sense. Yeah. Makes no, no sense. sense because his name, unless his name is Liam Killian. I don't see you honoring two sons there with a the name. Yeah. Right. I, Liam was the favorite. Mm. Maybe. I would be super offended. That. I would be super offended by that. If I learned, if I thought that I left, my parents had another kid, I came back and they and it was me and my sister, they named it my sister's name. I know that seems like a weird thing to be offended about and that seems selfish, <laughs> but I would be offended. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. He had every right to be upset. Yeah, I agree. Every right. Upset enough to kill his dad? Yes. <laughs> Marissa, no hesitation, just yes. That, that is fantastic. kill you worthy father. But no, this is, this is what seemed really weird how quickly he like switched to kill his father. Like, you know, and they're like, I'm gonna show you the type of man that I choose to be. I'm like, that's not making you a better man by killing your like I, that's that didn't make sense to me. I that didn't connect to me of his reasoning in his head to end up killing his father. I completely agree. He went from wanting to get his dad and his dad's son out of town to seeing that the the son was named Liam and murdering the dad. Yeah. Maybe saying, yeah. you know what, I can't help you anymore, or whatever it is, but that was a really weird, harsh, and rash decision. Right. And what exact point in this timeline of Hook's life is this taking place? Is this before he went like truly dark and just like killing people because he's a pirate and he had his dark ways? Or when when is this? Is this the first kill that he's done that set him off on this dark path? Hmm, that's well, interesting. There was there was no time slate to be like, hey, so many years ago, did he kill yeah. Liam? What happened after? What happened after death? Liam? And basically, what Hook did is set his. Maybe that's what half- Regina is going to say. Right. Maybe he did kill Liam, the, I don't the, know. the younger Maybe. boy. Maybe that's but what he was going to. Ultimately, he set his half brother up to live a life just like he did without his without father. A father. Yeah. So you're contributing to this cycle instead of helping to break it. And he was emotional. He was very. Emotional. He killed without thinking. But I do. Know, I did love what his father said because I mean, like Roxy said, we saw him putting the little Liam to sleep, saying essentially the same thing he had said to Killian the night before he he disappeared. Um, and as he's dying, he says, "Remember that we're all braver than we think if we if you look deep enough." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very instrumental in what we see later on happening. It's like yes. you really have to dig deep and through the darkness to see. How brave you are, and just as a parent, I think that I mean, it his, brings something out. It of was you. weird because his dad. Every scene you saw his dad, and he seemed like such a stand-up guy. And I was just like going out. I have to go off on these other people's words that he's like a, not a good dude. Like who's who's to say he really did trade a ro- uh, his sons for a rowboat, and that like that old man didn't just like throw like maybe turn him in so that he could you know get some money, get and then he kept the sons as slaves. I don't know. I did think that at first. Yeah. I thought that at first too. I thought when when uh, Killian finally confronted him, I felt like he was going to be like. Son, that's not what happened. But instead, he was like, "Yeah, my yeah. baby, like, yeah, yeah. Zombie, I got caught the next day." And I just need to understand why he Instant was put karma. in a sleeping curse. Um, well, in the chat, Hero Fit says, "I felt like the dad's entire sleeping curse story was total bull," and then did the poop emoji. 
Oh, I, <laughs> I love the poop. It just mode. seems a little convenient that a sleeping curse happened to you and why you of all people when you were actually wanted for for like being a thief. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's just really sad that they're still using that Disney trope like hey this happened accepted. Yeah. And this you the mean only the dead parent trope. Like <laughs> no, just the sleeping curse like hey this happened so many years have passed and now we're here in this timeline. Right. Like, how are you still alive? Sleeping curse, no biggie. Yeah. yeah. It was a curse. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it's great cur- for the aging. Curse for you, curse for me, funny. <laughs> What's sad about what we're talking about is that when I first saw him, and as when Hook was an adult, I noticed that he hadn't aged, but in my mind, it didn't even matter. I didn't even connect the dots that, hey, so he found his it. dad, but he's not right. aged any. And then when they said, oh, I've been in a sleeping curse for centuries or whatever, I was like, oh, yeah. I guess time has gone by. Just a quick way to explain it. Yeah, just a quick, easy, quick, easy out. And speaking of outs, guess who's out of Storybrooke for good, or at least for now? (laughs) Rosalina! Bosalina! 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 Roxy, so happy. (laughs) So incredibly happy. Enjoy Oz, witch! Oh, she she just should have said it. (laughs) It was like, come on. It was like, I, I get it's ABC and it's Disney, but you're you can a lot say one. bitch that night. Like, that oh, night it was right? so good. Uh, not the eight o'clock hour on ABC I, on sh- Sunday I night. I would have said it at nine o'clock hour for After Buzz. So <laughs> there you go. Here's here's the deal with this. I liked it. I like that she's gone, but it was like one too many homages to what's going on. We had the green tornado. <laughs> we had that she was going to Oz. She was she's a witch. We had the. The, oh, re- the baby the rainbow names. line. We had the all the, of that. It was too many things. It was like I get what you're referencing. <laughs> I hear you. Like stop. I'm not stop smacking me in the face with it. I know yeah. the Wiz was just on TV like two days ago. <laughs> I don't we need get it. it. Yeah. But okay. I, you know what? I'm I'm just happy that they went with those quick outs. Be like, yep, bye, girl. But a lot of people in the chat are saying how it seems a little too easy to just get rid of her now. And did we get out of her, get rid of her now out of convenience? Yes, absolutely. I think it's great that as much as I would have loved Zelina to actually be killed, but the fact that like they just poofed her to another world so she doesn't interfere with their big plans near the end of the episode, I was like, I accept that. But it's Zelina. She's going to find a way to come back. She has a child here. Uh, It's separating a mother from her baby. She's not going to stop until she gets back. If you want to finish her, you should have let Emma do go through with her plan but to kill, put the darkness in her and kill her. Emma was preoccupied. No, it's that's good the that only way. Regina I I would have done that. That would have like been like the storyline mm. I would have appreciated, and then they could have gone on to another storyline and bet- a better storyline. No, it's just, good that uh, Regina didn't kill anyone. I don't feel like Pistachio is a good name for a kid. I was no. gonna name my my first child Pistachio. <laughs> I mean, like you can't even say really. It. Would it? Kid it my dog's name is Pistachio. <laughs> would, would that make the child's name Pistachio of Loxley? Oh God! Robin. <laughs> <laughs> because Robin Hood is Rob- her father, and he's Robin of Loxley. Stop right there! No, no, okay, no, <laughs> pistachio. What did I say again? With being right, what did I say about freaking trusting her with the baby? She's like, ah, you've given me some parent privileges. Now I'm taking the child and leaving. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, to her defense, they were the ones leaving. Yeah, like, <laughs> you guys they, are gonna be gone. It was anyways. mostly like, oh, you guys are gonna be gone, so I have to take care of my child now. How convenient will that be? Her plan was, it was big and bold, but you know what? I was happy that Regina was able to 
find a way to get rid of her. And can someone please remind me what the the wand that lights up? You Hermione oh, Granger's oh. wand? Yes, that one. <laughs> oh, the wand chooses the wizard. Um, no, that, that was <laughs> that Merlin's was a, wand, wasn't that was it? Yeah. Yes. yes. And now she believes in herself enough that it and will work. And the town believes in her. Right. So she so. has the power to conjure up a green tornado and send that bitch flying. P.S. Everyone yes. in the chat believes that Pistachio actually is a great name for a dog, just not for a child. Okay. So they're with you now. Okay, well. Just, just saying. Yeah. My next dog. Yeah, not for human, because that's, that's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah. Ella, your brother's name shall be Pistachio. Pistachio. Okay, so, <laughs> by Zelina. Now let's get into the real, like, the real nitty, nitty gritty of this episode. I'm so excited to see how you do this, T. Oh my gosh. Walk us through this. I don't even know how to walk us through this. Okay, so the dark ones are here, and they're kind of cornering everyone. Not kind of, they are. Yeah, they they corner everyone separately, and by everyone I mean our main bitches. Um, (laughs) Like the Death Eaters came to the Quidditch World Cup, and that was Storybrooke, and they're just walking through people. And they're just walking through people (laughs) and giving everyone marks, which means that they all have to switch places. So... They mark everyone, and Rumpelstiltskin is like, hey guys, just accept fate. This is over. There's no fighting it. There's no way to battle this. We've lost this fight already. Enjoy the time with your loved we ones. We should have figured it out then. That's when we should have smelt a rat. I don't think really. it was then no. that we should have figured it out. He says that, drops Mike, and walks away. Where are you going, Rumpel? Yeah. Where <laughs> are you going? We Who all do said you that. have? Like, what one? Uh, Bell okay. left your ass. Yeah. Sorry. Well, in fairness, <laughs> he so told. Black. <laughs> it just came out. I'm sorry. No, they just said the dark one. Yeah, the dark, dark one. Came out. It had a lot of attitude though, so it needed a snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but in fairness, Rumple told Bell to leave. It's like, hey, here's a potion. Cross the line, you'll be safe. Explore and the world. Adventures. And we knew she was gonna come back. I mean, she always comes back. I was like, no way she's going to cross that line. They always come back. But he he basically is like, hey, guys, there's no use fighting this. Just accept your fate and move on. And they kind of try to. Everyone is like, okay, we're just going to figure out, you know, um, Snow and Charming are like, we got to figure out who's going to take care of Neil while we're away. Um, Regina and... I love that, too. It's not like, by the way, Emma, would you do this? Emma's like... Oh, Neil's gonna be all alone. They're like, no, he won't. You're taking care of him. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Emma. <laughs> it's like, duh, you're the big sister. You're still gonna be here, even though you're half of a dark one or something. You're not dark, so I do agree works. with with Emma's argument though with Mary Margaret a little bit. Slash, you're Snow White. You're like literally hope runs in your blood, <laughs> and Mary Margaret's like, I'm out. Let's go have dinner you know. at Granny's. But everyone's kind of trying to close the door and figure things out for themselves and move and accept their fate. But except for Emma, because Emma, even though she's the dark one, she still has that good Emma in her. And she's really trying to right the wrong. She feels like this is her fault because she's the one who created Killian in the first place. And I don't know why I keep calling him Killian. I've been doing that tonight, too. Because we went back to his past where he was Killian. I just, I can't get behind this. I can't get behind everybody still being mad at Emma and Emma needing to atone for her sins or whatever it is. She didn't do anything wrong. Period. I don't get it. She saved Hook's life. She did the only thing she could do. I'm sick of everybody being mad at her and her beating herself up. 
You did the best thing you could, and you fought off this darkness better than anybody else. You're still the savior. You're still the savior. Um, someone tweeted me this. Drop meme. the mic, Roxy. Yeah, <laughs> drop, drop the mic, the Roxy. Mic, Roxy. Um, James Jordan actually <laughs> tweeted us earlier this meme, and it's snow. Um, Emma and Regina. It says, "Hi, mom and Regina. You can't judge me because unlike y'all, I haven't killed anyone." Oh, which is true. And like, I think a lot of people forget, even though she is the dark one, she hasn't killed anyone. She's done some messed up crap. Emma, yeah, she pushed. Cruella off of a cliff. I mean, but Man, like it's Cruella. No one like innocent and like cool, <laughs> you know. Like Cruella but, deserved it. Okay, <laughs> but in fairness, like Snow killed uh, Cora, and she wasn't innocent either. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like Snow has maliciously killed someone, knowingly like plotted out a way to kill someone, and that's why her but heart in fairness, is dark. And I killed someone too. Everybody in the chat agreeing with Marissa on this Cruella Probably, that was more like manslaughter, but that's still a death. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take this to court. (laughs) Let's take it to court. It's manslaughter, it's not murder one. We're cool. Mm. I don't know, is murder one worse? Um, Oh my god, Marissa. (laughs) I love Marissa. Um, So Emma's plan is now, she goes to Regina and is like, hey Regina, remember that promise you made me in Camelot? how you'll do anything to get rid of the darkness if it gets out of control and makes Regina agree to basically kill her. So they go to Rumpel to get the Excalibur so that they can do their plan. And this is when I got suspicious of Rumpelstiltskin because he just hands over Excalibur and Emma even says, what, you don't want to make a deal? Ah, see, And he goes, no, you're the bravest person. I know you, you deserve this, Miss Swan. You're so amazing and i was like you know but the, this yeah. is what kind of makes me makes me mad about the whole rumple arc is that they we did just get this great rumple arc this season of like he came back redemption he, he re- redeemed himself as a hero he still lost Belle, but he became he came to peace with it you know and i was like yes this is what this is a good character now he, we've seen an arc you can probably kill him now and it's okay no. Now he's back to the old frickin' rumple who he was, and it's annoying. And to add to this. That's, that's what the chat rooms are saying. That's why I say Regina is actually worth cheering for, because she's been through all these situations, and she's come out on top. She's redeemed yeah. herself. Where, where Gold is always put in these situations, like and then he dieter. reverts back <laughs> to darkness. So who's still good? Regina is. I completely Gold's agree. Not. I agree with both of you. I am so bitter about what they're doing with Gold's storyline. How on earth are we supposed to care about this character anymore? How are we supposed to think, oh yes, he can still be good, or oh, I'm rooting for him and Belle. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with him. No matter what we do from this point forward, there is no redemption for me. He's gone back too many times. I don't trust him, and I never will. So this show has kind of shot themselves in the foot, in my opinion, with his character, unless they just keep him bad forever now. Because if they try to make him a good guy again, we're not going to follow them. I don't think. It's so true, because, you know, fool me once, shame on me. But, like, fool us ten times now? It's like, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. I I agree Done. with you guys on that note because, like you said, it's just too much back and forth. And this the theme of the show too is you know heroes or villains can become heroes and looking for the redemptive quality. But I think that what the show realized that was missing was that ultimate villain who's always there. And Gold needs to stay as that evil character 
because we couldn't keep Emma as the dark one for the whole season. No one wants to see her being dark, even though I was, like, totally down to have Emma be the dark one for, like, the whole season and see how that carried out. But, you know, they had to end it now, and now we needed someone else to fill that big bat, and Rumple will be the resounding evil evil influence of the show. I get that, because the only time we've seen evil Rumple is in uh, Emma and Hook's head. Just as a voice, not as an actual character. It's just a being that was there. Only so the fans can get that evil rumple again. It's the same reason we do flashbacks for Regina, so we can see so evil queen. So we can queen. see evil queen, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I agree, Tiana, that we have to have that one villain so we can actually keep watching them every week. Sorry, I thought Roxy was going to say anything the way she kind of turned her head at me. No, I'm just frustrated. I'm frustrated because the parts of the show that I love, uh, that was one of them. I At some point, I wanted Rumple to be really good. I was all along this journey, and I wanted him with Belle. And now, the fact that Belle does come, well, we'll talk about what, what Belle yeah. comes running back, but I'm like, uh, this poor thing. I want, I want her to leave. I want her gone. I almost don't even want her on the show just so she can get out of town. And she's going to have her heart broken again. again. We just saw last episode. You broke my heart one too many times, and now it's going to get broken again. That girl should have just gone out of town. Someone needs to make her go she out of town and like erase left. her memories so that she can like have a happy life. Yeah, she should have actually left. <clears throat> so after Emma gets the Excalibur from Gold, she's, mm-hmm. you know, as she's going around doing stuff, Killian and Nimue are lurking in the streets and know what she's up to. So Killian goes to her house to get the sword from her. And they have an exchange here where she's like, look, for Emma especially, she's already told everyone, I created him, but the person I love died back in Camelot. So whatever it takes, we have to kill him. If that's what it takes, we're going to kill him. What did you think of that moment tonight, though, where he says, I owed you one. I owe you one. Did you believe him, or did you think he was really doing this for the ulterior motives of bringing all the dark ones back, or do you think that he was trying to save her? No, I don't think so whatsoever, because when you don't think he was doing the favorite of holding on to the Excalibur, that's not a favor. He, he was also playing you at the same time. No way was a favor earned. I do think that in some ways he is thinking, okay... I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be this free of, like, my darkness and stuff if you hadn't have done what you did to me. So in one respect, he does owe her. But I'm just confused over what his plan is to make, to get his revenge. Because his revenge is to be on Rumple, not on Emma. But the only person truly affected to the deepest core from his plan of sending everyone to the underworld is Emma. Yeah, that's, and, and when Roxy brought that up when we were watching the episode, or you or Roxy, somebody yeah. like had said that, and I was like, yeah, none of this is making sense <laughs> to me right now. You're exactly right. Because Rumpel is kind of just like this old man cowering in the corner, and it's like, Hook, everything you're doing, you're hurting Emma, and it's not, you're not getting your revenge. I completely agree with you. I don't want to reiterate everything, but yes. Would, yes, 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 yes. What would have made it make sense is if he had looked at her and said, uh, I wanted revenge on Rumpel in my previous life, but you're the one who did this to me. Therefore, I need revenge on you. But I don't feel like that's what he said, which is why it was confusing that Emma was getting the short end of the stick from this. I think that he also was, this also was going to negatively affect Rumpel, but it just was weird. He's obviously not thinking straight, and I don't really know what the transition was for him. Uh, for how we saw how he ended this episode. It kind of was very abrupt for me. He, he stuck to his guns this whole time and was like, screw everybody, I'm yeah. I'm going to be the dark one. And then Regina flipped the switch? 
Regina did flip the switch by reminding him of, you know, their past, what they had promised never to talk about again, which was him killing his father and, like, that whole backstory that we saw tonight, which does finally kind of get Revealed. through to him at the end of it all as Nimue is choking Emma and she's about to die as everyone else Darth is about Vader-ing. to get in. That was like... Darth Vader choke, major extreme. Darth Vader choke, and Hook Hook pulled out some Force choke. Yo, can we talk about the there, fact there that there have been a lot of Star Wars references this season? Well, no, you know. the fact that Hook choked Regina, and I, I was like, oh hell, no, that ain't <laughs> happening. No, and Regina was like, bitch, please, <laughs> like you're gonna kill Regina after she's trying to knock some sense into you, really, Hook? We all have some you? serious attitude issues tonight. Like, <laughs> I feel like so I've been, I feel like I've been pretty good, and you guys are the ones with the attitude. Maybe no, no. Okay. I, I no, feel like I everybody in the chat is pretty is pretty tooty too. So yeah, I think it's just a tooty night. We're I think we're together. just all you know. There's so many feels. I think everyone needs to take a moment right now and just take a deep inhale. Everyone together through your nose and release it through your mouth. And with the butterflies, yes, out with the bees. We're all just gonna take a moment to just. Let it all out, and we're good. Okay. How are you not supposed to be upset, though? I'm sorry. When, <laughs> I mean, it's when, a winter finale, so March they want 6th, feelings. March 6th is when we're coming what? back. Yeah. Like, I don't even like to do with that. Yeah, like, neither do I. Where, where? Well, I wouldn't even live in Los Angeles in March 6th, for God I know. Like, like we're on gonna, Mars at that point. <laughs> like, for sure. There'll be iPhone 10. Like, iPhone <laughs> 10 will be out. <laughs> and you've gone to the underworld. We've all moved there. Yeah. yeah. Hanging I mean, out. I'm just, from that's the just where I'm going to go right now, because... I want to go hang out with Hook because Ugh. he makes the ultimate sacrifice when he finally gets some sense knocked into him and he turns the sword onto all the dark ones, takes all the <sighs> darkness from them, and turns to him and is like, You have to kill me. It has to be me. And he tells her, I want to let me die a hero because that's how I want you to remember me. Okay, I turn up again. I feel you, but before we tear up, Marissa, can you go on with your Buffy moment for a sec? You were sorry. I just had to get that out before because Marissa's going to do her Buffy moment, and okay. I didn't watch Buffy, so I did not see the storyline coming. Give, give, give us that hater. Go, Marissa. Give us that hater. I'll try to be as calm and collected as possible. This is so Buffy written. No. <laughs> I talked about it last episode. There is a scene where Angel and Buffy. Uh, spoiler like, alert! Buffy, if you ever want to watch Buffy the Vampire? No, you should have listened to last week's episode. We Buffy it, has it, to kill Angel old. with a sword, no less. Stab Angel, close the portal, save the world. Exact same thing. And you know what they did? Buffy kill. Buffy kissed Angel and then stabbed him. Same thing tonight. Emma kissed Hook and stabbed him. And boom, Hook is dead. Hook's, Hook's gonna get Sword his own gets show. disintegrated. It was all the same emotional beats. And I was like, that's not original. I should be feeling something. But I already saw this 17 years ago. Hey, guys, Whoa. I mean, it's also kind of loosely based on Pirates of the Caribbean if we're gonna get really down into oh. it, you know? Like, there's a lot of references from there. I just think that there's things like this that happen when you're working in a world of supernaturalness that similar themes are going to come through and it's not necessarily a rip-off okay, of it. Mom. And it's just, you know, that's where the story naturally progresses. Like, the Vampire Diaries originals, like, we've all had stuff with portals needing to close and yeah. someone having to... Right. I just think it's a very 
You guys it's a very awesome. big theme that could be applied to many different situations. Here's the deal. Here's what smart people do. They see what have worked on other shows and they borrow or steal it. That makes sense. And if this worked on Buffy, I understand why they tried to put it over here. However, I feel like they could have put some sort of unique twist on it that they didn't do. Yes. So that was why, Preach. for me, it was a little bit frustrating. Uh, but at the same time... I feel like this was catering towards me specifically. This moment should have affected me more than it affects people that aren't huge fans of Emma and of Hook. I love them. This is like the main reason I watched the show. And I felt nothing. Zero in this moment. And that was a bummer. Nothing. Because essentially this is Hook's death scene. This is his swan song. Yep. I mean, I was in tears, so I felt everything. I mean, this I felt a little bad. I'm like a middleman, I feel like, of you guys. Because I just, I felt like we knew this was going to happen. Like, this, it was, it was just, this was such an obvious result of what we were going to get at the end of this episode. I almost was able to prepare myself a little bit. I'm still really devastated. Like, hooker for life, like, super upset. Yeah. Like, if I think about it too hard, I will cry. But I agree with you, Roxy. That moment, meh. Yeah. What I wanted Emma to do was to take the sword and to stab herself. Yes! But I wanted that so bad! I wanted that, but as SSB Melly99 says in the chat, if Emma stabbed herself, wouldn't Hook still die from his Excalibur wound? Yeah. So oh. then that kind of negates that. I think it's like you have to take the darkness force out of it first and then put it into one, like consolidate it, and then kill. Right. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you guys are saying, as since you guys are all fans of Buffy and stuff, but I still felt like this whole n- moment between Hook and Emma, and the fact that she had to, you know, be the one to kill him, and she's already lost Neil, and she, you know, she just always is losing people, and that's something that we've talked about on this panel before, how Emma just, everyone she loves Something ends up happening, and they die, and usually she's around when it happens. This is the thing. You shouldn't date Emma Swan. You will most likely <laughs> She is die. kind of cursed with, yeah. the, with the love but of life. Maybe she does seem to be a spinster. She might come after you. So Only if you're worth it, though. She'll, True. Which, I mean, she's going after Hook. She didn't go after some other people. Um, but yeah, so she's... That's that. Sorry, that's true. Was, kind of salted to... Yeah. Uh, kind of an insult to Neil yeah, for... Yeah. People who were lovers of them mm. together, ah, but I was never really um, a big fan yeah, of Neil. People like me who always liked her better with Hook. Yeah, and that's like, it makes sense. Um, so then, we I wonder if she's going to run into Neil in the underworld. I don't think Neil Probably will be in the not. underworld because yeah. I feel like the underworld is for the evil people, evil. and yeah. Neil have, wasn't evil. Right? We have to assume not every person who's died has gone to the underworld. Yeah, it's, I'm. I'm uh, yeah, I don't know like, if this is a heaven and hell type of situation. I don't know if this is like a like underworld in ancient like Roman or Greek mythology where everybody goes to the underworld. That's true. So that's uh, what I'm wondering. Like, what are they going to play in this game, and uh, are we going to see Hercules, Hades, and all? I mean, we we have to see Hades because it's the underworld, and we even have the same. Uh, we have to see Hercules and Meg, of course. Yeah, but, no, we have to see him. But we but have, uh, Char- just, Charon. Char- Charon. Karen. Karen. Yeah. Karen. <laughs> Karen. She's here. <laughs> no, it's just we know in the stories because of news and gossip and whatnot that yeah. the producers have said and the creators have said that they're bringing back evil villains that we've already seen been killed. And they we, list a whole list of them already, yes. and I did not Sarah see. Mom, that's not yeah. a spoiler. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not a spoiler. But I have not seen Neil's name in it, so they could be saving that for a surprise for everyone. 
instead of releasing it. But um, let's get into some uh, Rumple and Bell stuff that's going on. We've kind of touched on this already. So we know that Rumple gives Bell the cuff to tell her to go away and save herself. And he doesn't tell her why. He tells her everything's fine, and she believes him because she's gullible. Because she's a fool. <laughs> but the, and this, gullible. Uh, this makes me so angry. They did this in Doctor Who. They they give you this female character that is literally presented to you as very, very intelligent. And then they have them make the dumbest decisions. Martha and Doctor Who does the same thing. And that's what makes me so frustrated with Belle. She is supposed to be the smartest princess. She's the bookworm. She's the one that like can figure it out like the hard way. And then they have her do stupid stuff like this. But, I mean, you can be smart, book smart, and dumb street smart. Yeah, and not And in love and in life. Because everything she's learning, she's reading in books and fairy tales and how it's supposed to go. So, I give her a little bit of slack just because I I don't think she has a lot of life experience. I agree with both of you. And it's incredibly frustrating. It's also relatively realistic. Yes. I have friends like this where it's like, you are brilliant. Why are you still with this dude? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So, I actually find this to be realistic, but it doesn't mean I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, now she's probably knocked up by the dark one. So, what's a half-dark one baby going to be like, guys? Dark baby. Yeah, people talk about them writing in her pregnancy. It's... Even more emotional toll because she's gonna find out that dark that and rumples the dark one again. Yeah, so and then she's gonna have her heart broken again. Yeah, and I don't think this show also, needs any more babies. Also, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't need any Hold more. on, this is what was crazy too. Emma's like, by the way, uh, Hook. Uh, sorry, not Hook. Uh, by the way, Rumple, do this for me, or I'll tell, I'll, or I'll tell Belle what you've done. So you're telling me that none of them are gonna tell Belle. They're, yeah, because they all know now. They, they all know. know. They're just going to let Belle stay chilling with him? You guys are crappy friends. But <laughs> if it, they're going to Underworld, so it's not like they're in a position to he's, tell Belle. And they he's all with them. Underworld? Yeah, they, oh, all, they walked all walked onto the, the into the water, and he went with them. So he's not there to be with Belle, so maybe she's waiting until they get back to tell her. But Belle is going to wake up and think she just had a one-night stand because she wakes up the next day and the dude's just gone. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, wait... Like, where is he? You can't just, like, not tell her that, though. By the way, you just slept with the dark one. He's back. I know. And they put peace out. And they didn't even tell her that they're all leaving. So Belle's just going to be like, uh, where'd they go? Where'd they go? I feel like that's anybody. a lot of the challenges. Hello? (laughs) Somebody? So they're all going down to the underworld. But, I mean, I want to talk about how Rumpel kind of reveals his plan to Emma or what he did. It's like, yeah, so you came to me and asked for Excalibur, and I took it as an opportunity to sprinkle some magic on it and make it a conduit, so he, ne- so Hook never actually died to free everyone from the darkness. Now I have all of the darkness in me. My question is, Rumpelstiltskin, the character that we knew from the storybook past, I guess, mm-hmm. or from the Enchanted Forest, before he was the Dark One was a coward and didn't think of these kind of scheming ways. Mm -hmm. So I guess when he got his second start at life, I thought that was more in line with his character, not thinking about all the power and darkness like his character did tonight. Did anyone else... Did I explain no, that No, right? no, no. Like, I, I know what you're saying. Like, that that also seemed like a little bit of a, a hole in his character. It's like, he's been... he's. Again, his character arc, he was a coward. Without the darkness, he's a coward. He kind of worked his way up to be a hero. Now he's a good dude. I know, I want to I oh, give okay. him a shout-out, because that's awesome. Um, 
And then all of a sudden, he's still scheming, we find out? Like, yes, it seems very out of character of who he is without the darkness. Anytime I don't understand the logic, I'm like, wait, what is Rumble doing? I remember his history and his past, and I think this is very typical of him. He's always wanted the power, and he's always but wanted as, to be. But Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. but uh, when he was just... Bef- when it was him and his son Neil, he was a coward and afraid of everything. Yeah. So I didn't really see him as the kind of person who would be scheming to get power and darkness. Once and he like knows all what these he can layers have, of plan too. Yeah, he knows it's there now, and he's, he's tasted it. And I think right. he still has. I think once a dark one, always kind of like. I think that's not, yeah, I think that's just the overwhelming cowardness within him because he is not at a position in his life where he's in a good place with. Bill, he's in a good place with the the townspeople at Storybrooke. Why go back and make the stupid choice of being the dark one again? He, I don't know. It's like it's coward. Can I can person? I give you guys? I, I want to give a shout out to Stephen um, Shawin. Uh, he says when Emma heard the dagger calling, I think the dagger was calling its true master. Rumple became the dark one again, but Emma never actually died to release the complete darkness inside her. I think that's. Yeah. That's mm. very kind of interesting of what, like, maybe her now connection to Rumple beyond just the fact that she was once the Dark One. I think it could, she could still very clearly be linked to him. Interesting. <laughs> and, oh, oh. What? Sorry, I just thought of Harry Potter, and it's like a little piece, of, it's a little piece of, the, of his soul is connecting Emma to the Dark One. I don't know. So we need to Voldemort. Today. I mean, like, not Dementors. Uh, yeah, Emma is now a horror Death Eaters. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Scalibur is also a horror and, crux. And Emma's yeah. got, I mean, uh, Belle has a horror crux, the baby, the half-dark <laughs> baby is a horror crux. Oh you get to kill all the pieces oh of Rumple now to destroy the darkness. <laughs> That's great. What, what were you going to say? Sorry, I, no, <laughs> I, I totally feel you. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. All right. Okay, so then we have to talk about the last line of this episode where Emma is standing in the water, still in her dark mind voice, that dark, that raspiness that I'm we've been getting for her this season. I will find you. I will always find you. Uh, but this, she said hook. This hook, No, hook, this hook. line irks me you. so much Say it to me because this is Mary Margaret's and David's line. That is their relationship. And Let, their heart. Uh, yeah. And their heart. And the heart. Let Emma and Hook be their own thing. Let that line that's so more recognizable with Mary Margaret and David, let them be that relationship. Let's separate them and actually have like two different things we can distinguish. I, I see a lot of people in the chat role have been upset about this being passed along too. I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was a great reference. I thought it was kind of a little cheesy to end the episode that way, but I I like it kind of the tradition being passed down to, it's kind of, you know, like, oh, here's a scarf that's been passed down from family member to family member. Now this is a saying, and there she is going there to give Hook part of her heart to bring him back to life. I, I, I hear mad. you. I hear you, T. But it's like last week when we couldn't think of a new name for an operation, so we called the yeah, operation, operation Mongers Two. two. I, I just Cobra feel like two. Uh, Cobra, operation yeah. Cobra Two. I just feel like this is a little bit of lazy writing here because what what is typical? I will find you. I'll always find you. Ooh, we use that. You know what? We already used that. We'll just say she took it from her parents. Like, and we split the heart. Have, and we split the heart. We've already. already done that too. I want them to find new ways, new love, different kind mm-hmm, of love. Mm-hmm. I love Hook and Emma together. They're not the same as Charming and Mary Margaret. They're not, Amen. but I, yep. I can agree with the heart part, but I think that her kind of giving that homage with her parents with the I will find you thing, I just, I liked it, and I'm not, 
I don't think it's lazy at all. You didn't I think have to it was apologize just, about it. I thought it was very it, sweet. Like the hopeless romantic in me was like, oh my gosh, like the love that her parents have. This is her saying that's the same kind of love I have for Hook. Time out. Where is the baby right now? No, the baby fairies. Neil? The, the no, fairies had baby. Baby Neil. baby Neil was left at the at Granny's when Nimue took them away. Okay, but they did say, "Oh my God, our baby's at the diner." And Robin Hood said, "The fairies will get him because they're taking Nolan and the daughter that's not named." <laughs> that's not named. <laughs> Nicholas Kelly in the chat says, "Apparition Shadow Swan." <laughs> Shadow Swan. There we go. Um, yeah, so, I mean... Yes, I agree, Big G, Titan, Avatar, get your own tagline, Emma. <laughs> exactly, that's Boobies. exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I saw some people in there who agreed with my stance on I, it, too, so I will just shout them out, too. You guys are awesome. I do <laughs> love, though, that Emma has is deciding to go get Hook. She's like, I'm not letting go. So no matter how she said it, I think that it's pretty badass, pretty awesome that she's like, that's my man, I'm gonna go get him. You go, Emma. And I guess we're bringing the team along. No. But can we stop no, being I, mad at her? Yeah. Like, I, come on, guys. No, I love the fact that she turned back to normal-looking Emma. I yeah. Like, she's good. Oh, and my God, Blake would be so happy that she doesn't have that hairspray in her. I know, <laughs> I know. And, you know, for anyone who's listening on iTunes, definitely go check out YouTube. I purposely wore white and black because I knew Emma was, like, you know, in between white and black. I was, like, mm. representing Emma. There you go. Roxy and I are just in black. You guys just I wore there. purple because I like Regina, and I'm royal. I love Regina. Okay. <laughs> I wore black like the color of my soul and heart. And yeah, I was like, oh. this was an Emma-heavy episode. I got dark rolls. <laughs> um, let's get into some predictions for March 6th, 2016. Your After Buzz TV predictions. How so far away were you to go into the underworld to see what the underworld looked like? Why are we staying in Storybrooke? I never would have predicted that. What's up? What, ABC, did you cut our budget? Like, yo, you're Disney, you're ABC. Really, we have to make the underworld literally Storybrooke just kind of messed up? Come on, guys. I want to see it. I want to see, like, the blue, dark, fiery pits of man. Yeah. I want to see a river. I want to see five rivers. I want to see spirit, dead spirits in the water. I want, like, all of that. Why go back to Storybrooke? Guys, because then they'd have to build a set that no. they're only going to use for 12 episodes. It's called CGI. Neverland. It's we called CGI. Yeah. Or maybe they're not even going to use it for the whole 5B. Maybe I, it's not going to be the whole On season. a positive note, A nightmare though. in Storybrooke. No, I do not believe that for one second. I am really excited to see Pan and Regina's mom and everybody yeah. come back yes. that we were missing. And this actually makes sense for why you're bringing back characters. You know how sometimes they're like, oh, we brought you back with this curse. Oh, no, like we're going the world. Yeah. So <laughs> this makes a lot of sense. So it's cool because we get to see all of it. Everybody wants Lily and Maleficent. I'm so happy for Peter Pan. <laughs> Me too. Like, yes. Robbie I'm, K. He's the yes. best. I am so excited they to see that character come back. Yeah, I was like, how are we yeah. pulling him over yeah. though? Well, well, Heroes is done. Heroes is so, done. They, oh. It was a miniseries that they oh. filmed most done? of in the summer. Oh, wow. And few yes, early Pan. fall. Pan. And it was in Canada, so. I think, yes, I think it by. makes sense, as much as I want Underworld, it makes sense to still put it in the Storybrooke realm, in that life, mm-hmm. because we know all these villains are in human form. So to put them back into a location we're already familiar with, I get it for practical reasons. I get it. I'm not happy about it. Rose, That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Rosalba no, in the really chat pissed. says we're seeing both. How are we seeing both? We best well, see I'm, both. I'm imagining that we're still gonna be seeing the people who are, were left behind. Well, Belle's in, pregnant. So. In Storybrooke. No, oh, I thought they meant both places, like 
the actual underworld. We would see both. Oh, I've... we better go to underworld. That's all I'm saying. Who knows? They're on a freaking ferry boat. We better go to actual... Why go on a ferry just to go back to Storybrooke? I mean, come on. Ooh, I a lot of predictions in the chatter about Pan being back. Pan never fails. Pan redemption on his son seeking vengeance. I would love that. Um, So, yeah, I think we're just all excited to see what happens next. I can't see who's cast as Hades. Can't wait. Yeah, so in the meantime... It's been a fun 5A season, and sadly tonight was the winter finale, and we won't be back all together again until March 6th, March 6th 2016. That's wow, so far wow. away right well, happy now. Happy holidays and happy new year! Yes, happy holidays, and happy also new year. Valentine's Day and the other things My birthday. that take place. My birthday! My birthday too! Um, <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> well, please, yes, please yep. continue to tweet us. Go on YouTube, leave us a comment there. Go on iTunes, leave us comments there. Like us, heart us, follow us on all social media platforms. We love, love, love talking to you guys. And I don't want to stop talking about this show. So where can they find you guys on social media? Thank you, everyone who's been listening so far this season all over the world. You guys are awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at TV. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and don't forget to find Blake McIver at Blake McIver. He's so sad he can't be here tonight, but he'll be joining us back in March. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Keaton Markey, and I have so many cute pictures of little Ella Bear, so thanks for dealing with her in the after show tonight, you guys. <laughs> and make sure you check out everything that we have here at AfterBuzz TV. We do so many shows every week for you guys, so check us out online at AfterBuzzTV.com, on YouTube, AfterBuzz TV, all this stuff, AfterBuzz TV. And you can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram, and I see a lot of people in the chat talking about Gallivant. Can't wait to watch that either. Um, and until next spring, we'll see you guys later. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.